Welcome to Islamic Life Coach School Podcast. Apply tools that you learn in this podcast and your life will be unrecognizably successful. Now your host, Dr. Kamal Akhtar. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Peace and blessings be upon all of you. I know there are a lot of you guys who listen to these podcasts more than once. You guys also take notes and use the PDFs I direct you to. All of this to put into practice and see changes firsthand. I really appreciate that and I appreciate any feedback I get about the difference this podcast is making in your life. Improving your life's outcome is my only and my most sincere intention. So today's topic is one of those that might shake you to the core. So brace yourself, take notes, listen again and again or whatever it takes for you to learn this. Because today we're going to be talking about acceptance. People tell me I've accepted things the way they are and I'm happy. In which case, I'm happy for you. If that's truly the case, then there's nothing better in the world. But the problem is the same people are coming to me and telling me they don't know why they feel so terrible all the time, and they don't know what they're doing wrong. The answer is that there's a huge difference between accepting what you will not change and what you cannot change. And when you mistake what you will not change for something that you cannot change, you will be stuck in a miserable experience. And all it boils down to is understanding the difference between acceptance of a circumstance versus acceptance of thoughts. And if you implement what's in this podcast, you'll be giving yourself the correct gift of acceptance. CTFAR, formula of life, circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, and results always happens in that order and everything in the world can fit into one of these categories. Circumstances are outside of us, out of our control, We apply our thoughts to these circumstances that eventually create our results. And this model tells us that our thoughts are independent of our circumstances. You will be extremely uncomfortable in life when you accept something that you will not change, like your belief system, rather than accepting something that you cannot change, which is your circumstance or your qadr. Acceptance of the circumstance is you giving permission for things to occur as they are because they are happening already outside of you and outside of your control. This includes other people's behavior and that little spinning circle on your computer screen when it freezes. (laughs) If you accept that that's what's happening, you're allowing it to happen. You're not making it happen, but you're letting it because it's already happening. And with that acceptance, you gain a sense of freedom because these circumstances are already outside of your control. So letting them happen saves you a bunch of mind drama. In contrast to this, when you accept your thoughts as your circumstance, like she irritates me every time she opens her mouth, or that old computer is the reason I'll fail my exam, if you accept these sentences as your circumstance, your soul, your higher self, knows that this is a mistake and it will nudge you to correct it. Thus, the mind and body brew a conflict until you resolve this misunderstanding. And sometimes this exact conflict brings you to coaching. So in today's podcast, I will clarify if you're one of the people who's making this mistake. And if you are, then how to correct it. The process starts with, first of all, accepting where you are. One of my coach friends told a great story about how she suffered from a bleeding stroke that left her bedbound at a young age. And when she was in a hospital, her mother asked her, what's next? And she replied with, I will find my happiness again. And that to me was so inspirational in itself. Here is a functional young woman who went from living a life to paraplegic without any warning. 
and she's in her hospital bed already talking about finding a good in this situation. But what her mom said next blew me away even more. Her mother corrected her and said, if you think your happiness is even an inch away, you will never get there. Because when you do whatever it is that you need to do to get there, your brain will move the happiness an inch further. This is so profound. Happiness comes from the way things are now in this moment. When she thought she would have to go looking for happiness somewhere out there, the happiness moved an inch away. But when she accepted that she had a stroke and she wasn't going to let that define her, her happiness moved right inside of her, where it belonged. What she did not accept that her stroke meant she had to be bedbound for the rest of her life. She found her happiness right in that moment, by accepting what is a stroke, not by accepting her limitations. That is the real gift of acceptance. Accept where you are. Now, this will undoubtedly be misunderstood, but that's okay. I would rather have you guys ask me clarifying questions than me staying away from this concept altogether. So number one was accept where you are. And number two is accept what is not possible for you. At four feet, two inches, you might not be a professional basketball player, but you can play basketball to your heart's content if you choose to do so. If you cannot conceive a child because of absolute biological reasons, then accept it. If infertility is a diagnosis, accept it. That does not mean you're accepting there's something wrong with you. It also doesn't mean you can't have a child or that you can't raise a child. You, first of all, are whole and 100% worthy with or without children. Your acceptance of the biological or physical reasons of not being able to carry a child is your acceptance of the way things are. Acceptance of your thoughts will sound like, I'm not fit to be a mother. This is a punishment. All of this will create your limitations. Accepting what is not possible sets you free so that you can channel your energy into figuring out what is possible. Accepting your limiting belief about your circumstance traps you. So like we said, accepting a circumstance includes accepting what is not possible for you. Accepting a diagnosis of dyslexia is accepting something you cannot change. That is accepting a circumstance. In contrast to that is, if you accept you cannot get a higher education because of this diagnosis, this is you accepting a limiting thought. Something you cannot change versus something you will not change. Huge difference. Accept the truth, the fact, the 100% provable reality, not what your brain presents to you as the reality. There are two different things. The Prophet, peace be upon him, used to make a beautiful dua. Allahumma arina al-haqqa haqqan warzuqna tibara wa arina al-baatila baatilan warzuqna jtinaba. O Allah, enable us to see the truth as truth and give us the ability to follow it. And show us the falsehood as false and give us the ability to refrain from it. May Allah make us of those who can separate truth from falsehood, especially as it exists in our brain. Agreeing that your worth is somehow less because you can't have children, accepting that you can't love children because they are not your own, thinking that you're somehow being punished because you're having a hard time conceiving, that is you accepting falsehood, falsehood of your brain. 
accepting that being in a wheelchair means you can't compete in sports or can't hold a corporate job, accepting falsehood, accepting that whatever you try to sell in your e-commerce business doesn't work, falsehood. <laughs> this is based on a true story, by the way. A client totally believed that after trying to sell two products on Amazon, she couldn't do it. We coached her into being more resilient, so <laughs> it worked out. This is a good example because she was reluctant to give up her thoughts, which is fine. That's the brain's job. It hangs on to limiting beliefs with dear life. But if you argue for your limitations, you get to keep them. She clearly announced that I accept my thoughts and whatever I try doesn't work. She understood that she was babying a limiting belief and she willingly accepted it, which is fine with me. But you know what that's called? It's called giving up. If you're willingly accepting your thoughts as facts, while clearly knowing the difference, be truthful that you're giving up. Nothing wrong with that. At least be honest with yourself. Giving up is admitting that you're not willing to do this work. Again, completely acceptable, just be honest. In this case, the profit in Amazon business is a circumstance. Whatever I try doesn't work is a thought. A lot of people tell themselves that they're accepting reality and that's just how things are when they're really not choosing to put their effort in this work. And that's okay. Just take responsibility for it. You can say, I'm not ready to do this work. I want to do this work, but I will delay it until after my studies, until after my kids grow up, or my busy work season is over. You're choosing always not to do this work. The reality isn't that things are just happening to you. If the results aren't visible, you're choosing not to do the work, which is okay. Give yourself that acceptance rather than blaming yourself because that will create a constant guilt about how you want to do it, but you're not actually doing it. This is much more empowering. This way, you're telling your higher self, I want to do it, but I'm choosing to do it later. Instead of saying this empowering things like, I don't have money, say, I have this much money in my bank account, and right now I'm choosing to pay my rent, my mortgage, my car payment. I'm choosing to pay for my wedding, for my kids' education for the dinners on the table. I'm choosing something else rather than coaching for the money I have. Do not say I don't have money and then accept it as a fact. That's falsehood. That is self-defeating, extremely disempowering. Instead of saying I'm giving up, you can say I'm choosing something else right now. Although both are allowed, I highly advise against giving up, but I cannot take that freedom of choice away from you. I am no longer going to try to make this business work. I'm no longer going to try to work out. I'm going to delay working on my emotional eating until after my graduate studies. I will get coaching for my irritability after September. I will get coached on toxic relationships in exactly one year. I am going to allow all of what's happening for the time being. At least you're taking the self-judgment out of the way, which feels better than coaching doesn't work. I don't have money. Kids are rowdy. Job is horrible. All are very, very disempowering. Okay, so differentiate between number one, true acceptance, allowing things the way they are, extremely freeing. Number two, accepting that you are choosing something else right now, also freeing. Or number three, accepting falsehood, which are limiting beliefs fed to you by the devil. Accepting these will have you feeling terrible. This is equivalent to giving up. Giving up is when you stop believing that you could achieve things that you start out. 
It will have a temporary relief, but it will feel worse in the long term. Giving up has a certain urgency to it. I want to get out of this marriage. I want to stop studying because studying with children is hard. I can't keep up with my dhikr, remembrance of Allah, because it takes too much time. I have to give up my job so I can keep my husband happy. Giving up has a rushed energy, and it has to be done right away. Versus when you accept a fact as it is, it has a sense of relief, without the urgency. Also, identify which emotion are you trying to release by giving up. Because if you can do that, chances are you can fix the uncomfortable emotion by thought work, instead of giving up. In which case, you will preserve your integrity with your higher self. Know the difference between, I don't want to lose weight because I don't want to do the work, versus I can't do it. Most of us are giving up way too early, and this is to release the discomfort of not seeing the results. And then we start calling it acceptance. 90-95% of the people give up way too early and call it acceptance of qadr. The way to know the difference is that your qalb will tell you. Your mind and body will not align. Your mind will be calling it acceptance and your rational mind will present all of the evidence to you and your body will not agree. Your body will tell you a completely different story. In real acceptance of qadr, your factual circumstance, your qalb will be in peace. Your mind will agree with your body. Identify your thoughts and you are welcome to continue to keep them. I'm giving up because I'm believing that I don't have time. I'm giving up because I'm thinking this is too hard. Identify the thinking and come to an understanding that you're choosing to believe these limiting thoughts and then give up. At least with this method, if you set out to do the work again, you'll know there's nothing inherently unmotivational about you. You'll know that you just need to do the thought work before you can finish the project. Because without this acceptance of giving up, people come to me with the results that they've generated in the past that have been based on past limited thinking. And they come to me for coaching and they say, these are the facts. I tried to finish something and it didn't happen. Therefore proving I can't do something. And I'm like, well... It doesn't quite work like that. All of this evidence has gathered because you had given up. What is happening is that your current evidence is based on a bunch of thought errors that you didn't correct. Nothing else. You generate a lack of results after giving up that you will then use against yourself in the future. See how ironic that is? And the worst part is that we end up calling it Qadr. You have no idea what your Qadr is. We create limitations for ourselves and then we have the audacity to apply those limitations to Allah by calling it other. Astaghfirullah. May Allah protect us all. If you don't want to do the work, if you're too tired to do the work, if you're too jaded that this work doesn't matter or it doesn't apply to you or is unlikely to give you results, accept those as thoughts, your thoughts, not facts, and allow yourself to give up. That is a much higher place of integrity than saying that the world is lined up against you. Economy is bad. Best friend is hormonal. Mother's mental illness is why you can't keep a job. And on and on and on. And then people say, well, I'm calling it acceptance. Why do I feel so bad all the time? Now you know why. Differentiate between what you cannot change versus what you will not change. If you're accepting your limiting thoughts, then you're giving up. If you're accepting your circumstance, then you are in true acceptance. 
I earn more than my husband, excepting a circumstance. I earn more than my husband, which is why I can't respect him. That's you accepting a thought. A very painful one at that. That can never bring you peace. Then you'll wonder, if I'm accepting the way things are, why aren't I feeling better? And this is how you know how. If you're okay with choosing your limitations, that's perfectly fine. A lot of people do that. Some people choose their limitations because breaking out of them is hard. Like my brain offers me, it's really hard to live a life without sugar and flour. It's really hard to work out. It's really hard to blah, blah, blah. Insert your mountain to climb here. And I tell my brain, thank you for offering that. Yes, it might be hard, but who said life in this world is supposed to be easy? I'm picking the hard things to do. In this case, I'm accepting that I'm having a limiting thought, but I'm finding thoughts around it, the ones that serve me. I believe that a full body workout and building and sustaining muscles is hard, but I'm also believing that life is about choosing your hard. I either choose the hard things I want to do and grow from them, or life will hand me the hard things and I will have no choice in the matter. Either way, life is hard, 50-50. But I'm also really good at doing hard things. I make hard things very easy. That is my special talent. Just because you're thinking something does not make it real. Life is hard seems like a fact, but it is a thought. When I accept it, when I know the difference, I can create a way around it if I wanted. But when I accept life is hard as a circumstance, I close all avenues. In the last 10 days of Ramadan, give yourself the gift of acceptance. Move happiness right inside of you, even if it is an inch away. You have a choice between acceptance of a fact, acceptance of giving up, acceptance of doing this work later, acceptance of what is not possible, acceptance of how things are now. Which of these kinds of acceptance do you really want? Choose consciously, so at least you can free yourself from feeling terrible all the time. The Prophet's dua that I mentioned is extremely powerful. I turn to it every morning when I sit down to do my thought output, and I hope you guys do the same. If you have any questions, please email me at team at islamiclifecoachschool.com. I will leave a link in the show notes. Send me questions, comments, suggestions. Send me if you need help differentiating between a thought and a fact, and what is it that you're truly accepting, and I will gladly reply back to you. If you've taken notes, feel free to share them with me. I'd love to read your take on this. With that, I pray that Allah SWT grants us the ability to tell the difference between the truth and falsehood as it comes up inside of us or outside of us, just like the Prophet has asked. I pray that we make use of all of the blessings of this month of Ramadan and carry it all throughout the year. I pray that all of the Muslim Ramah and all of my listeners don't find their happiness even an inch away from themselves. And if they do, they know how to do the work to place it right back inside of them where it actually belongs, inshallah. Please keep me in your prayers. I will talk to you guys next time. Hey, are you thinking about coaching? I invite you to a complimentary consultation with me where I can help you define the solution to your problem, regardless if you choose to work with me in the Empowered Muslim Women program or not. So you really have nothing to lose. Access the appointment link through the show notes and inshallah, I will see you there.